Namaste. Sat Nam. What's up, bitches? Welcome back. This is episode, who cares, <laughs> of A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. Um, this week, or whatever, this episode, <laughs> it's going to be a little different. I've um, actually been studying for the GRE uh, the past couple weeks since I've been in New Orleans, hence me being out of pocket. Pray for me, by the way, if you pray. <laughs> I'm attempting to apply for a master's program in religious studies, so I'm just really, my mind is just all about that. Half of the words that I'm learning, by the way, for the GRE, half of the vocabulary words are just different ways of saying the word broke. <laughs> so, which is obviously their way of just preparing me for my future, but little do they know, I'm already broke. <laughs> so, jokes on them. Um, so this week, the only thing that has really been getting me by, getting by me, getting me by, <laughs> I'm so dumb, y'all. The only thing that's really been helping me out <laughs> since I've been in New Orleans, because by the way, it's been raining pretty much every day that I've been here. Totally not what I was um, planning on, which is what are you gonna do shit at least it's not cold oh wait yes it is it's cold and rainy <laughs> but i have two dogs here so i guess that helps is that a lesson god didn't make it rain just for me i'm not that egocentric uh, <laughs> i'm just hanging on by a thread reading a lot of poetry studying words for uh broke <laughs> also this episode i'm gonna read a bunch of poetry um, and I know everybody hates poetry, myself included, but just stick with it because they're good poems, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> um, but as an aside, yesterday, so I was hoping to experience some weird kind of wonky things when I was down here, but I've been indoors most of the time because it's been raining, but yesterday actually was sunny so I decided, I spent the day in the park, I climbed a tree, it was awesome, I climbed so tall, high up into the tree, do yoga, it makes you feel like a kid again, helps you climb trees, um, but after that, when the sun was starting to set, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go check out the cemetery, you know, just check out the architecture, or whatever, so I go there, and I'm walking around, I'm like taking photos, and I notice, after I've really been in it for a minute and then I start like wandering around in the graves that I just like this negative like trance all of a sudden overtook me and I started to feel all of this self-doubt and and I'm not afraid of negativity because I know that it's the other spectrum to light, right? Like in order to understand what lightness is, you know, you don't have an understanding of it without darkness. But in general, I'm a pretty positive person and intentionally intentionally so I I choose the light. But just wandering around the gravesite, it was like my mind just started like all of this self doubt about my future and 
just so many negative thoughts to where it just overwhelmed me and it just clicked to me. I was like, oh shit, I got to get out of here. It was, I'm telling you, it was like, it was if I wasn't in control of my own thoughts. It was if, bear with me, (laughs) it felt like whoever was there, if there are spirits there, they were oppressing me and manipulating my thoughts to go to the darkness. And what's crazy is I'm not afraid of death. If anything, like bring it on. That sounds great. Like (laughs) I've experienced death through DMT or whatever the fuck, like bring me to that next dimension, please. Like, or just like, even if it's a dreamless sleep, like that sounds great too. (laughs) So it's funny that, I had never really, like, cemeteries don't really scare me in that way. But something weird was going on there where it was, like, my thoughts just shifted. Like, it wasn't even, like, embracing death as part of life. It was, like, a lot of, like, negative self-talk. So, like, I got out of there and I grabbed my rose quartz. (laughs) I was, like, which I had bought because I just thought it was pretty. (laughs) And I just started like holding it and just praying. And I was just like, my thoughts are stronger than this. Like God is much bigger than this. And just really had to like, first of all, it took me a while to find my way out of that cemetery. (laughs) It was just like deep breaths, deep breaths. And I really felt like I had to shake that shit off. And I'm not scared of the afterlife. Like I'm not scared of ghosts or at least like I didn't think I was. But what's scary about that is that I didn't feel like I was in control of my own thoughts. Like, I could face a ghost. I could face an evil spirit. That's fine. But when they get... If if that's what was happening to where I'm not in control of my own thoughts, like, that's not okay. Like, that is scary. Like, that's unacceptable. I don't want to mess with any of that. Like... So I guess that's what, like, the dark side is, is that, like, not being in control of your own mind. Because it's one thing if, like, my mind goes to dark thoughts on its own, and that's natural, and that's okay, and then I can, like, self-soothe, but for that to just, like, come out of nowhere, like, on a beautiful day... I don't know, y'all. It just, it was crazy. (laughs) So I'm staying away from cemeteries for a while. (laughs) Not because I'm afraid of death. I just don't want some weird ass thing taking over my mind again. That's not okay. (laughs) Anyway, what was I talking about? So yeah, so I'm going to read some poems to (laughs) y'all. Um just to share with y'all some beautiful things that have been helping me through this GRE in the cold and the rain because I know it's December and especially you know all my friends and loved ones up in New York I know that cold is like starting to settle in and those long dark days are upon you (laughs) Happy, oh, today's winter solstice. Happy winter solstice, everyone. It gets better from here. <laughs> um, so the first 
poem that I'm going to start with is actually, I have read it before. It's the one that this podcast is based on, but it's just so good. <laughs> and it, hel- it obviously helps me because um, I'm going through this GRE thing. So I like take, I can get so serious like and worked up about making sure that I do well on the test and hopefully that I can get into a good program. So the uh, poem is by Hafez. It's called Tripping Over Joy. What is the difference between your experience of existence and that of a saint? The saint knows that the spiritual path is a sublime chess game with God and that the beloved has just made such a fantastic move that the saint is now continually tripping over joy and bursting out in laughter and saying, I surrender. Whereas, my dear, I'm afraid you still think you have a thousand serious moves. I know that I don't know what's going to happen with applying for grad school. I try to follow my heart and follow, you could call it God, your intuition, your inner teacher. I try to follow whatever that is. And I had a, I had a moment the other day where I realized that I should go back to school and go deeper into studying about spirituality. And right now I'm at this phase where I'm following what that intuition is and I'm doing what I can to get there I'm studying I'm trying to get my letters of recommendation can somebody please email two of my professors at Columbia and like tell them to fucking reply back to my emails um it's like I'm doing all that I can to have a good application but ultimately, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I, I haven't even taken the GRE yet. I was supposed to take it tomorrow, but they canceled. And then, like, they rescheduled. So I guess I have more time to study or more time to worry. <laughs> more time to study. More time to prepare. Um, so ultimately, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, the voice, I believe that God is telling me to do this. But... And I can do what I can do to get there, but I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I mean, it's very possible that I apply and do all I can and still don't get accepted to the program that I want. And then what? I guess there's, then there's a lesson or whatever. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. I'm not going to, worrying about it obviously doesn't accomplish anything. (laughs) So I just try to let that shit go. So... That's what this poem by her face for me just really is just so helpful. It's just like, don't take shit so seriously. Like, that's it. Like, <laughs> just like, do what you can and like, enjoy the fucking ride. So, this next poem is none of this next poem is actually a poem that I wrote. Uh, I'm going to read a few that I've written since being here. Uh, none of them have titles, um, but I'm just going to read them anyway. <laughs> That's okay. Is that okay, God? Guys, guys, guys. <laughs> I'm so dumb today, y'all. I'm so dumb. Like, this GRE has got me all fucked up. 
pardon my language <laughs> to children just kidding all right poem i saw god today in window panes and saturation my reflection askew cats basking in the sun emerging from the wet begging to ignore me i caught a glimpse of a flutter and a shadow by my feet who that is i ask and god replied that is me <laughs> i wrote that just like i just i saw god like i saw god one day and it was beautiful it was after all the rain it was like the first sunny day outside and i was like oh my god <laughs> there's god there's god there's god just like that sunlight just like everywhere so this next poem <laughs> is um is by rumi the next poems that i'm gonna read are either by me or rumi take that how you want <laughs> um his is called this is called bee melting snow totally conscious and apropos of nothing you come to see me is someone here i ask the moon the full moon is inside your house my friends and I go running out into the street. I'm in here, comes a voice from the house, but we aren't listening. We're looking up at the sky. My pet nightingale sobs like a drunk in the garden. Ring doves scatter with small cries. Where? Where? It's midnight. The whole neighborhood is up and out and in the street thinking the cat burglar has come back. The actual thief is there, too, saying out loud, Yes, the cat burglar is somewhere in this crowd. No one pays attention. Lo, I am with you always, means that when you look for God, God is in the look of your eyes, and the thought of looking, nearer to you than yourself, or things that have happened to you. There is no need to go outside. Be melting snow. Wash yourself of yourself. A white flower grows in the quietness. Let your tongue become that flower. I mean, this one was just so powerful to me, like... After, after being in the rain and like looking for God, like in the like, it's easy to find God in the light. It's easy to find God when it's sunny out. And then I like forget that like God is already here. Like God is everywhere. Like God, like what does He say? He says, "So good, lo, I am with you always." means when you look for God, God is in the look of your eyes, in the thought of looking nearer to you than yourself or things that have happened to you. There is no need to go outside. Ah, oh, it just... <laughs> I 
I'm dying, y'all. I mean, I hope these poems are as good for y'all as they are for me. I just like I have I'm on this whole new path of like seeking God. I mean, I don't know if anybody actually listens to this podcast or like has been kind of listening to my take on like my personal relationship with God, but it's this newly like flourishing thing that is just so beautiful and like I'm just so grateful. Like my background is so I grew up Southern Baptist, like First Baptist Church Deer Park, like <laughs> shout out. And I was super religious and really just tried to follow all those rules, like be a good girl, like but at a certain point what happened was <laughs> it's a long story. But I, I ended up developing an eating disorder for multiple reasons, but I had looked to the church to, and the Bible to, like, solve all of my problems, and, like, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying, like, why am I not getting better, and so then I started to turn away from God, because I'm, like, about to start crying, (laughs) I turned away from God, because I didn't, it felt cold to me. It didn't feel personal. I didn't, I wasn't hearing any answers. Like, I wasn't finding any clarity. Like, I wasn't getting any help. Like, I just felt judgment. And it just felt empty. So, I turned away and I started studying philosophy. And had this idea that it's not that I never didn't believe in God but it was like if God exists it's far beyond our comprehension of God like you might notice I never say he (laughs) because God is not a he Um, if God exists it's far beyond gender norms so like stop saying he like that's just old patriarchal and you're just reinforcing it by saying it. So stop saying he. But because God is far beyond that. God is far beyond like if there does, logically speaking, if there does exist a God, by the nature of God, it transcends our comprehension of it. It's not petty. It doesn't have a gender. It's not limited by the rules that we ascribe to it. So I always held that idea of God in studying philosophy. But I just put it away, like, kept it at arm's length. Like, didn't really experience it, didn't really look for it, went about living my life. And it's really only recently how do I even know that I've started to experience it newly it's like I started I was trying to I was trying to get off prescription drugs like get off is anybody still listening to this (laughs) I was on Zoloft Xanax Adderall Adderall. 
weed. <laughs> it was when I started smoking weed that I started to realize, like, hmm. I'd rather just smoke weed than take all these pills. So I gradually started to do that. I did psychedelics the first time, did acid, and was like, whoa. <laughs> and not, like, in a party way, in, like, a psychological let's go there way and started to just really whoo, see that there was something else going on so I just started to scratch the surface with that and like just started to dabble with psychedelics doing mushrooms and just like started to learn a lot about myself and kind of explore a little bit beyond about like nature and then when I was I was living out in Marfa, out in the desert of West Texas, and decided to start meditating. It was something that I had always wanted to do, and so I was like, "Fuck it, <laughs> I'm gonna do it!" <laughs> Ta-da! And so I just started ten minutes a day, just like ten minutes a day, and then did that for about six months, on and off. You know, obviously never like. By the way, this is, uh, I feel like there's so many tangents, but if you're still listening, <laughs> meditation, people always think like, oh, I'm so bad at meditating. Yeah, guess what? You're not special. Everyone's bad at meditating. If someone's good at meditating, like they're the exception. So like you're not special for being bad at meditating. It's like a practice. It's like the first time you do anything. Okay. <laughs> So stop using that as an excuse, okay? <laughs> and that's tough love is what that is. So yeah, I just started meditating. Like be kind to yourself. Like that's the biggest thing is like I'm going to just do what I can like 10 minutes a day. I'll try to do it every day. Like just more and more gradually, gradually, gradually build up. Like try to do it more. Like and then after maybe six months of that, I was started to like let me go there. Let's go 30 minutes. Like oh my god I'm feeling frisky like let's try an hour and it was like whoa like just like that zen oh my god and it wasn't easy it's not easy but it at a certain point it's rewarding so anyway I'm talking about my journey to having a personal relationship with god (laughs) this was meditating I was in therapy for a long time and then last year actually yep just about a year ago like I started doing yoga white girl alert who cares whatever let the white girls do yoga let the black men do yoga let dogs do yoga I don't care and it just like there's just so many lessons along the way like first of all you feel great like that alone but just like the lessons of like the journey that like it's a process. It's a lifetime process. It's not about being perfect. It's about feeling good and it's about doing what you can little by little every day and enjoy that journey. Like don't get overwhelmed that like, oh, I'm not there yet cuz guess what? Like there will always be somewhere that like you won't be there. Like it's not about <laughs> 
It's not about the destination. It's about the journey, man. But it's true. Like, enjoy the journey. Like, this is the only thing that exists, by the way. I've said that before. Like, right now is the only real thing. So, yeah. So, doing yoga just really started. That was so key for me is, like, awakening my body and just clearing out all that energy. Just really kind of opened me up to be able to even experience like something far greater than a man in the sky it's like just this broader awareness of the beauty and complexity that's all around me and the unknown like the unknown is god like the leaves are god the trees are god all the things that you don't know, the great mystery of the world, like, it's, that's it, and, like, I'm so lucky if I can, I mean, this is how I define God, like, everybody defines it differently, like, this is how I interact with it, is that beautiful, like, mystery of the unknown, and I just, like, surrender to it. And also, it's like what Rumi just said. <laughs> Where is it? Lo, I am with you always. Means that when you look for God, God is in the look of your eyes, in the thought of looking, nearer to you than yourself, or the things that have happened to you. There is no need to go outside. God was with me all along. I just was turned off to it. So it's up to you. God doesn't have to exist to you. If you if you believe that God doesn't exist, then God doesn't exist to you. But if you're interested, look around. Because God's here if you want it. <laughs> it's my password. I'm going to read another poem. My password is God6969. Just kidding. <laughs> <coughs> okay. This is one of my poems. I saw God today at the corner of Paris Ave and Popeye's Chicken. The sound of train stops ding, ding, dinging. A call to prayer in the salty air. I saw God in the form of twelve black men riding horses, wearing hoodies. It made me think, Trayvon, rest in peace. My dog tangled in green. I bow my head as the sun sets on me. Where is God but in the Crescent City? This next poem is by Rumi. Duh, I already said that. <laughs> Earlier, in case you forgot. <laughs> this one's, it's called, Where Are We? Oh, someone just texted me. <laughs> Who that is? Okay, <laughs> this one's called, Where Are We? An invisible bird flies over, but casts a quick shadow. Where is the body? The shadow of a shadow of your love that somehow contains the entire universe. A man sleeps heavily, though something blazes in him like the sun. 
like a magnificent fringe sewn up under the hem. He turns under the covers. Any image is a lie. A clear red stone tastes sweet. You kiss a beautiful mouth, and a key turns in, in the lock of your fear. A spoken sentence sharpens to a fine edge. A mother dove looks for her nest, asking where, coo, where, coo. Where the lion lies down, where any man or woman goes to cry, where the sick go when they hope to get well. Where a wind lifts that helps with winnowing, and at the same moment sends a ship on its way. Where anyone says, only God is real. Yahoo! Where beyond? Where? A bright weaver's shuttle flashes back and forth, east, west. Where are we? Maku! Maku! Like the sun saying, where are we? as it weaves with the asking. The friend comes into my body, looking for the center, unable to find, draws a blade, strikes anywhere. There is a light seed grain inside. You fill it with yourself, or it dies. I'm caught in this curling energy, your hair. Whoever's calm and sensible is insane. Do you think I know what I'm doing? That for one breath or half breath, I belong to myself? As much as a pen knows what it's writing, or a ball can guess where it's going next. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> By the way, the guy that I'm staying with, um lovely fellow he's he's such a good heart um but he has his phd in poetry and he was like fuck Rumi. like Rumi doesn't know shit i was like you don't know shit like <laughs> can i just rant about my roommate for a second like that's i found out by the way i found out what a phd in poetry will get you uh it's a chip on your shoulder and a fucking uber uh job <laughs> A job driving for Uber. He was bar backing, but I guess he leveled up. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, no, he's great. But I just told him, I was like, what Rumi is offering is not like your. It's not poetry as much as it is spiritual insight. So, but his eyes are close to that. And that's okay. But, um,. That's too bad, though. He's missing out. <laughs> Do you think I know what I'm doing? That for one breath or half breath, I belong to myself? As much as the pen knows what it's writing, or the ball can guess what's going, where it's going next. That's so comforting to me. I mean, y'all, I'm on the road, like... That's the... That's that's the problem with being on the road is not is not having that stability and just like where am i like just floating like and it's beautiful and i'm enjoying it but there's something to be said about having a home so that's what i'm looking for 
LA? Maybe. Depends on where and if I get into grad school. I'll, excuse me, as a burp. <laughs> um, all I can do is just take the steps that I know. There's only so far that I can see in the future, and I can just take certain steps now and pray and put that out there, like that it will be laid out for me as I create it. It's so weird. <laughs> it's like I create it, but then there's also so many unknown factors that are at play. But I have faith. <laughs> and with that, this is another poem that I wrote. <coughs> um, don't smoke, guys. I've cut back, but I'm still smoking here and there. But I'm on OT way out. OT way out. They're just so good, like, <laughs> okay. This is by Amanda K. Holstein, Sr. <laughs> it's untitled. <laughs> it's called Two Dogs in the Bed. Just kidding. It's nothing about that. Okay. Guys, get serious. Like, just kidding. Okay. All right. <laughs> I heard a voice from above call down to me and call me by a name. I heard a voice from the trees sing easy, a fluttering melody in the whistling leaves. I am your vessel, I cried, baby tears, fully realized. I have grown up, but wait, I'm so insignificant, I might as well not even exist, like a baby bottle from a hundred years ago. And yet, I persist, part empathy, part ego, and scared as hell, and yet, I persist. Why do I write so much about myself, the ego berating me? One moment, I'm dead. The next, green, pink, yellow, blue. I saw God in the rainbow, though that's nothing new. Where am I, curled in a fetal position, constantly questioning what the fuck is going on? Inquiring minds want to know, where to next should I go? I once had a vision that none of this is real, but when I woke up here in the center of the universe... Me, mine, my, I, he, she, it, we, they. They feel so real, these three-dimensional projections. And with that, this poem is no longer accessible. I once thought I saw God at a family photo with a perm wearing Mary Kay. All hail the matriarch from whom all anxieties flow. Forgiven forgiven fortune and fame i've got a pack of american spirits and an open heart to my name shame shame forgiven forgiven what if for one second i remembered what mattered and forgot my name 
I do not exist, and yet I persist. I heard God in the silence, a playful eeriness of potential, the low mumbling hum that calls me by name. So yeah, I wrote that. Um, <laughs> you can hear the roomy influence. Uh, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I told you, that's that's what I'm going for. <laughs> um, he's just so good. How could you not? Like, could I be, I want to be female roomy. Like, <laughs> what language did he write these in? Okay. <laughs> this is the real roomy. Um. Um, anyway, <laughs> this is the real Rumi, um, this poem, it's going to be the last one that I read y'all. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope people are listening cause I would like it if you did. <laughs> okay. This one's called on gambling. It starts with like a little excerpt before the poem. It's called on gambling. To a frog that's never left his pond, the ocean seems like a gamble. Look what he's giving up. Security, mastery of his world, recognition. The ocean frog just shakes his head. I can't really explain what it's like where I live, but someday I'll take you there. If you want what visible reality can give, you're an employee. If you want the unseen world, you're not living your truth. Both wishes are foolish, but you'll be forgiven for forgetting that what you really want is love's confusing joy. Gamble everything for love if you're a true human being. If not, leave this gathering. Half-heartedness doesn't reach into majesty. You set out to find God, but then you keep stopping for long periods at mean-spirited roadhouses. In a boat down a fast-running creek, it feels like trees on the bank are rushing by. What seems to be changing around us is rather the speed of our craft leaving this world. I mean, my favorite part of that is just half heart. He says, half heartedness doesn't reach into majesty. You set out to find God, but then you keep stopping for long periods at mean spirited roadhouses. I mean, shit, fuck. <laughs> I mean, that speaks for itself, right? Like, do you need me to explain? Like, I've done that so many times, like, I, that's kind of where I've been at, t this dog just sighed at me, um, <laughs> um, like, I, w I was actually feeling like that today, where it's like, the whole purpose of me going to, going back to grad school is to go deeper into knowledge about, of other ways of approaching God. And here I get caught up 
and like this negative self-talk about you can't do it what if that what if this blah 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 and it just like holds me back so I actually lied to y'all um too because uh, there are two more poems that I'm gonna read <laughs> I forgot um but they're so good you're worth it like stick around like you're not going anywhere what are you doing driving at the gym if you're at the gym like good job like keep going like for real I support you you're crushing it go get them girl like get a girl get a guy like keep it 100 fresh as fuck so and if any of you uh, if actually if you're just listening to this like good job thank you I love you like (laughs) tell your friends like subscribe give me money like (laughs) follow me on Instagram whatever so this next poem that I wrote um it's a little janky um because um I wrote it I was like in the middle of one of these mean-spirited roadhouses um that has kind of been the opposite end of where I've been at in New Orleans because of just getting so caught up in like studying for the GRE and being in like caught in the rain so it's like been feeling so disconnected from God and like what is like a broader perspective so um so yeah this poem is um I saw God in a clouded window in sleep deprivation dehydration and a dead battery at once inciting only those who listen can hear the buzzing of infinite vastness answers to questions unasked calm comes when called upon help i lay prostrate some days simpler than others some lessons much more complex And I remember, like finding my baby blanket, worn and tattered, but comforting the same. Not every day does the sun shine brightly. And then I heard this poem by Rumi today, actually. Um, I didn't know this one, but it was perfect. If you're feeling you're like you're in a dark place, this is the poem to reference. <laughs> Make note. It's by Rumi. Duh. It's by Amanda Holstein. Just kidding. Um, it's by Rumi. It's called Search the Darkness. Sit with your friends. Don't go back to sleep. Don't sink like a fish to the bottom of the sea. Life's water flows from darkness. Search the darkness. Don't run from it. Night travelers are full of light, and you are too. Don't leave this companionship. Be a wakeful candle in a golden dish. Don't slip into the dirt like quicksilver. 
The moon appears for the night travelers. Be watchful when the moon is full. If you ever find yourself, if and when, you find yourself in a dark place, and I say this for my own self too, that darkness is the opposite of light and has just as much validity. We tend to just seek the light, seek the light, be happy, be happy, be happy. But in reality, there's so much to learn in the darkness, in that uncomfortable fear, the unknown, negative self-talk. Approach it with kindness and go there because when you're there you will find wisdom and a deeper sense of what is real and with that <laughs> I hope you all have a wonderful holiday you know do as you can hang in there Embrace the darkness, lean into it, look for the light when you can. I love you. <laughs> Tell your friends, subscribe on iTunes or whatever the fuck. Give me some good reviews, share it please. Um, until whenever, <laughs> I wish you love, courage, pussy, money, Weed, enlightenment, namaste.